This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming, but New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance, run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Day, it is time for another episode of Go My Favorite Sports Team, starring the most handsome doer, duo, duo, the, doer, doer, the doer, most doer, handsome doer. duo in the sport world. Me, Markiplier, and that guy, Tyler. I am that guy. That guy. He's <laughs> that guy, everybody. I am that guy. Anyway, my name's Tyler, and uh, today is uh, Go Day. It's GMFST. Go day. It's sports time, and we have another hot and ready primer for you today. But before we get into that, I think Mark needs to check what the community is saying and what they want to accost me about. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, why you feet smell? Whoa, it's a ghost. <laughs> oh my god, why don't you clip your toenails? I did. I oh! literally clipped them two days ago. Oh god, why is your hair so curly? No, it's just genetics, man. It's just oh genetics. Oh my god, have you ever heard of a straightening iron? Whoa, the ghost. Oh, yeah. Why did you never make it on Ninja Warrior? Whoa. Wait, is that legitimately a question? Nah, I don't know. I didn't pull up any. Well, before we get into the costing then, Mark, how was your day? I know you had a very busy day uh, today. Very busy day tired, today, so. yeah. So I'm not tired. Why are you tired? I'm always tired, man. Why are you always tired? Because I am always working on new fantastic episode topics uh-huh. for this wonderful podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like what? Like soccer primer that'll come up eventually or the is today skateboarding. the soccer primer day no it is not oh baby the number no, one sport no, in the no, world no, we're finally gonna do no, it though no, you know by no, sheer quantity no. i was doubting that you ever would but today no, is the day no, for no it isn't this no sport what no it's golf today's golf 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 where does golf rank in terms of popularity in the sport list of most popular sports <clears throat> okay, that'll be cool. There's uh, football. Cricket is actually number two, weirdly enough. Uh, it's insanely popular in India. Yeah. Uh, football is uh, actually that's soccer. It's a, uh, football is in the traditional yeah. way where it's actually called football. Cricket, hockey, tennis, volleyball, table tennis, basketball, baseball, rugby, and then golf which admittedly is higher listed than American football, <laughs> which we've talked about in two episodes now, which is just shoes the favoritism of this man in front no, of me right one here. No, fantasy. The fantasy what? It was make-believe. You even call it football and not American football like the heathen you are. It should be fantasy American football. It should be. FAF. Yeah, it should all be that. There are four billion fans of football, soccer football out there in the world. Table tennis has more fans. That's impressive. Rugby is more popular than American football. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm well, learning be- so much here. Oh, well, I'm it's because in so the general much. sense of the world, most people don't pay attention to a sport that's only really played in the United States. Interesting. You know, this is actually saying that cricket is more popular. This other article is more popular than soccer, but I don't believe that. Well, if it's it'd be interesting because um, cricket, I believe, is the most popular sport in India. Mm. 
I see, I see, I see. Um, but it is quite popular in the UK as well. Yeah, but golf is up there almost universally. So I will give it to you. This is uh, definitely a long time coming. We're here to talk about golf. Let me tell you what I know about golf. Stick, ball, green, sand, traps, hole, flag, hats, Arnold Palmer, shoes with spikes on them, long pants or shorts, polo, gloves, golf. Nice. Caddy, uh, big bucket, more sticks, cart. Uh, so uh, eco-terrorism, uh, waste of resources, um, completely excessive amount of space for the amount of people playing on it. Um, really provides a solid wall of inequality between those that have and have not. Country clubs, elitist status, business meetings, dirty dealings. Not dirty dealings. Not always dirty. Sometimes dirty dealings. Sometimes dirty. Sometimes dirty. Sometimes it's dirty. I don't know it's dirty. Maybe they're in the sand trap in the bunker, rolling around having a meeting. Sexual harassment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me, give me, give me golf. Give me golf. I'm ready. That's what I know. How does it stack up against what you know? Well, I actually was going to ask you that question, but I believe Amy is quite the golfer, if I remember right. And um, making a lot of assumptions. About, especially considering all the negative things I just <laughs> said about golf. And you're going to put Amy in there. How dare you? How dare you? you? Amy's a wonderful person and a friend of mine. Uh-huh. But, but she, a golfer. That doesn't mean a bad thing. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. Plays golf. <laughs> all right, whatever. No, but we did top golf at Wade's bachelor party before his wedding. Uh-huh. And um, when I first moved out here, obviously, like we were talking about golf and different sports and different stuff like that. Because I believe you guys had just gone to a Dodgers game. Mm-hmm. And you were like, Amy's really good at golf. And that's that's as much as I know. You, so you don't you should not believe anything that I exclaim in that tone of voice. You should it, I just explained all of the things I know about golf in that same tone. Do you do oh, you trust fair. me as a person of authority but, about this? Mark, you're my friend. You've never leave me astray. You never lied to me. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh wow, uh, this is a lot to unpack for this episode. No, but did you enjoy Top Golf when we played Top Golf? It's yeah, like sure. an arcade. Yeah, of course. Game. I love Top Golf. Top Golf, great. Hidden ball, great. Cool. This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming. But New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered. Because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance. Run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. You know all those subscription websites, they just hide those charges from you, they're hidden and repetitive and you forget about them. Oh, I know exactly which websites you're talking about. The ones that you like to go to. You do? I've literally spent so long digging through my finances. Rocket Money can help cancel your subscriptions. You're saying Rocket Money is a personal finance app that helps and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can grow grow your savings? Absolutely, yes. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses? Uh-huh, yeah. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lower bills for me? Up to 20%? Maybe. But for our listeners, definitely yes. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash sportsteam. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash S-P-O-R-T-S-T-E-A-M. That's rocketmoney.com Slash sports team. Here's Act One. Okay. The history and origin of golf. All right. So, golf is a game mm-hmm. that originated on the eastern coast of Scotland. Scotland. In an area close to the royal capital of Edinburgh. 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 I'm so bad at pronouncing stuff. It's okay. It's okay, man. You're just going to get roasted alive. In the early days, players would attempt to hit a pebble over sand dunes and around tracks using a bent stick or club. Mm-hmm. So... You had men running around with sticks, mm-hmm. hitting pebbles over dunes. Okay. Very simple, right? Yeah. Makes sense to me. Good. Good. I'm good, glad good. it's great. Great. Okay. Great. During the 15th century, Scotland prepared to defend itself against an enemy. And so the nation's enthusiastic pursuit, however, of golf led many to neglect their military training. Wait. 
Okay, pause. You're saying that so many people were playing golf that they forgot that they were about to be invaded. No, they just neglected their training because they'd rather play golf than train. That sounds like they kind of put that on a lower priority tier below golf because they forgot about, they forgot how important it was to not be stabbed. Yeah. So they wanted to play hit a ball with a stick more than they wanted to be stabbed. Apparently. Or less than the wait, no, they more than they wanted not to be stabbed. Either way, golf was banned in 1457. Of all the sports to be banned would you have imagined golf ever being banned 14 yes 1457 i advocate for it you you want it banning golf golf courses are a plague Go, i mean i <sighs> golf courses are a plague man they're a plague bulldoze them now top golf however i'm <laughs> all about more top golf <laughs> No, no, okay, all right, okay, so 1457, it was banned. My feelings on golf, whatever. I'm ready to be convinced to love golf. I'm going to get so much subreddit hate for this episode, I know this. <laughs> well, golf as we know it today really began in the 16th century when it began to spread across Europe with King Charles I bringing the game to England and the Mary Queen of Scots uh, introduced the game to the France Mary when she studied Queen there. Queen of Scots. And Mary Queen of Scots. <laughs> You know, the Mary, the Mary Queen of Scots. Okay, so who, uh, King who brought it to England? King Charles I. King Charles I. Is that the choppy head guy? No, that's different. That's a different guy. That's a different guy. And Mary, Queen of Scots, introduced the game to France when she studied there. Uh-huh. The term caddy is derived from the name for her French military aides known as cadets. Mm, cadets. Edinburgh is still one of the Edinburgh. most... Prim- Did I say it again? <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with God you. God damn it. No, I'm fucking with you because you said Edin this time and I said you, I'm telling you wrong. I would never uh... lie to you. I can hear all the golfers fuming at their keyboards <laughs> on the subreddit. Just, ooh, it's reddit.com slash r slash gmfst. You can write all of your hate there for me. A go. Fantastic. So one of the premier golf courses of the day was Leith near Edinburgh. Um, it's uh, Edinburgh. Wait, 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 wait. Edinburgh. Now Edinburgh. don't trust that because that's not a Scot pronouncing it. Are you switching to a Scot? Yeah, uh, pronounced by a Scot. Here we go. Here we go. This is it. What's the difference between Scot and Scot? <laughs> 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 oh, God, a 15-second unskippable woof. That's how you pronounce Edinburgh. <laughs> Why has it got such a long intro? We are looking at how to pronounce the name city. <laughs> <laughs> Edinburgh. 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 Wait, okay, hold on. That was that guy still wasn't Scottish. Hold on. We're going deep into Scotland now. Yeah. Alright, this is here we go. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> That's how we know. So first off, I want to address one really oh important God. issue right now: the pronunciation of our capital city in Scotland. Say it. It is Edinburgh. 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 All right, we did it, everybody. We did it. All right. In Edinburgh. 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 That's where near where the first club was created. It was the first international golf match in history in 1682 when the Duke of York and George Patterson, representing Scotland, beat two English noblemen. Mm. With his fists. Golf, however, was not officially a sport until 1744 when the gentlemen golfers of Leith formed the first club. Uh-huh. Like club as in the stick club or club as in a group of people? Like a golf club, like a group of people. You, you just said like a golf club and that just confused me <laughs> further. As in, okay, like a country club. That's the word I was looking for. Okay, so a golf country club was formed in 17 what? 1744. 1744. Okay, we're all on the same page now. And they had an annual competition with silverware prizes. Silverware prizes as in like silver cutlery? Yeah, and spoons? silver cutlery, spoons, stuff like that. Because that was valuable back in the day. It, it still valuable. is now. It sounds valuable now, yeah. Sure, I'll take, I'll take some silver. Yeah. So the rules for this new competition were drafted by Duncan Forbes. 
Duncan rules that Forbes. even now sound so familiar to many. Okay. You ready? Yes. If your ball comes among water or any watery filth, you are at liberty to take out your ball, bringing it behind the hazard and teeing it. You may play it with any club and allow your advisory a stroke for so getting out your ball. Okay. So you take a penalty if your ball goes in a water trap. Makes sense. Good rules. Good rules. Good rules. Yeah. So the first ever 18-hole course was constructed at St. Andrews in 17. Was that the only rule that he made? He made no other rule? That's the that's the first reference to golf in the historic time. That's the one rule that's in there. That's the rules. That that's what it has. He that's, made made no other rules. There are other rules, but that's just the rule that's listed here. Okay. All right then. All right. All, all right. Okay. All Gosh. right. Accusing me. That's their job, not your job. But you wrote this. No, I didn't write it. You didn't write it. I paraphrased it. You're stealing. I'm referencing the historicuk.com. Oh, History of Scotland. I see. I see. He's a plagiarist. Everybody. I'm not a plagiarist. He's plagiarizing. Not a plagiarist. <laughs> anyway, the first 18-hole course uh, uh, was constructed in St. Andrews in 1764 and is now recognized as the standard of game. All golf courses now are 18 holes. Okay, cool. So Wait, so that what, what year was that? 1754. So in 1754, they decided... 18, or 1764. 1764, they decided that 18 holes was good enough and they never changed it. It was not how it was. So getting into the history of golf courses, there were a bunch of different courses that had numerous different holes. Some places had 22, some had eight. There was a wide variety. And what ended up happening is that St. Andrews, which became one of the most famous courses in the history of golf, mm -hmm. switched from having 22 holes to 18. Okay. They basically extended two of them to be longer. And so at that point, it then caught on to be the most notable number, and most courses started doing 18-hole golf. Okay. One of the golf courses in the United States when it came over to the U.S., the colonies at the time, mm -hmm. they meant to have 19 holes mm -hmm. for the 19th hole to be an opportunity for people to win their money back. Interesting. Go and on. so they ran out of space and only kept it at 18 holes. Oh, sorry. You can't win your money back. Ah, oh, man. I wish we could give you a chance to win it all back. We just don't have enough room for that 19th hole. Ah, maybe next year. Come on back. We'll let you get a chance to get your money back. That seems like exactly what it was. Yeah. Sounds exactly right. Great. <laughs> so. <laughs> I know you're loaded. Come on, man. Come on. We got to finish strong. <laughs> All right. The formal golfing kilt is rarely seen outside of Scotland, but it is a combination of Scottish plaid, knee cinched shorts, and really long Argyle socks. And they're still popular to this day. Yeah. That is golfing attire. That is official golfing attire. That is like as written by this Duncan doodad guy. He didn't write it, but it became the official golfing attire in Scotland. Okay. But weren't the Scots wearing that all the time anyway? For the most part. <laughs> so really, what's the difference? It's like, show up in your favorite clothes that you normally wear and you'll be, ah, yeah, that's it. That's the official one. Yeah. So the oldest surviving 22 really whole former course is Muscle Birth Links in East Lothian. East Lothian. Gotcha. So St. Andrews became really popular because a lot of royalty went there and considered it the best golf course. Okay. And that's why it became the gold standard. Okay. So uh, it wasn't until 1552 that the first woman golfer ever played the game. It was Mary, Queen of Scots. Mary, Queen of Scots. We know yep. Mary. We love Mary. Commissioned St. Andrews Lynx. Okay. Saint, wait, um, so what? What? St. Andrews Lynx. Wait, Mary, Queen of Scots was born 1542. Yeah. You said... The, the golf, the, it the, the way they worded it was wrong because Mary Queen of Scots introduced it to France and later the way their sentence was in, in golf. France. Well, I thought it was England. Yeah, she didn't introduce it to England. King Charles the first introduced it to England. She brought it to France when she went over there to study, which was later, which was in the 1500s, 1550s. Okay, got it. Okay, all right. Okay, I'll let that slide. Yeah, it wasn't until recently in the 20th century that women were taken seriously in the sport of golf. Until when? The 20th century. The 20th century, okay. And eventually broke the whole gentlemen-only ladies forbidden, which a lot of people blame for the reason why it's called golf. What? Yeah, gentlemen's only ladies forbidden. There's no way that's true. That's there's no. There are people way. that say that. I'm, there's that is no not the way truth. I can that, tell yeah. you that's not the truth. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the reason it's called golf uh, is there was a version of golf called golf uh, played in America by early Dutch settlers. Uh huh. And so 
it was actually in the United States where the term golf, according to the various research that I've done, where the, the term golf for the sport became its thing. Okay. I was about to say, because I was on the level of like, boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider level of like, it's that's the name. Uh, like, it's I think there's an entire subreddit to dedicate to like, not everything's an acronym. Correct. <laughs> you know? But yeah. okay, I get you. So women were taken more seriously in the uh, 20th century, which a lot of things women were more taken seriously it's in the 20th true. century. It's you very know? true. Which leaves a lot of human history where women were not taken seriously and actually actively prevented from doing things. So uh, good on the past. Mm -hmm. so the rumor in Scotland, this is a rumor in Scotland, apparently, according to this article. Okay. That the golf was an acronym. What do they know? <laughs> what would what would they know about golf? Golf was banned three times for years after it was invented because the Scottish government believed it interfered with military training. Okay. So here are some fun 20 facts about golf. Fun 20 facts about yep. golf. Modern day golf was invented in 1457 in Scotland, predating South Florida golf courses by quite some time. Of course. Yeah, because Florida wasn't even a thing back then. Apparently, the first round of women's golf was played in the year 1811, Musselboro, Scotland. And I'm probably butchering that name. Muscle Bear. Muscle Bear. Muscle Beach, Scotland? Muscle Bear. Muscle Bear. Muscle Bear. Scotland. Okay. First golf balls were originally made of feathers wrapped in leather. These balls flew much further than the balls that came after, which were made out of wood, which happened in the mid-1800s. Uh-huh. Although Augusta is one of the most premier golf courses mm -hmm. uh, nationwide, Augusta was plagued for many issues and it almost it was never built. Interesting. Augusta is the course that it was intended to have a 19th hole, giving losing golfers a chance to win their money back on a quick round of double or nothing. Double or nothing? Wait, no. Okay. Because of wagers at the beginning. Okay, wait, no. Double or nothing is very different than, than just a chance to win back. their money back. Yeah. Now I see it. Okay. It's probably best that that's not there. You you don't want someone after 18 rounds of trying to hit a ball in a hole that was 400 yards away to suddenly be faced with the conundrum of getting their money back on one last hit. That's how you lose everything. So for those that are golfing out there, mm -hmm. here are some fun facts that will make you feel better about your golfing game. Okay, interesting. Almost 80% of golfers will never have a handicap under 18. I don't know what that means. Signifies how many strokes above or below a par golfer should be able to play. So if you have a handicap of 15, that means you're usually 15 over par for an 18-hole course. Oh, man, you're going to have to run that by me again. I did not catch that. Okay. Handicap refers to how many strokes above or below par a golfer should be able to play. Okay. So if you have a high handicap, that's how much on average you're above par. What's par? Par is the average performance per course. It's what's used to dictate your score in golf. Each hole is dedicated par. Okay. So there's a par three, there's a par four, and a par five in golf courses. And it is predicated by architects based on the distance from the tee to the hole. Uh-huh. Okay. There's no par two? No. There's no par one? That's mini golf. Mini golf has par ones and par twos. Okay. Okay. All right. Makes sense. Checks out. I get it. Yeah. So handicap. So most people won't play with a handicap of under 18, over 18? Under 18. Okay. 80%, which means professional golfers who are at zero yeah. are insane. So, yeah, most people suck is what you're saying. So you're trying to make people feel better by telling them that they suck and they'll never get better. No, I'm telling them that they should not be so hard on themselves if they don't have a handicap under 18 because comparatively 80% of people don't get to that point. All right. A hole-in-one for an average golfer is a 1 in 12,500 chance. 1 in how much? 12,500. That's not as low as I thought it would be. Right? Yeah. Because I and would feel... I would we're feel, talking about like a par 3. Uh-huh. Okay. So closer. Yeah, I would feel like if you were standing on a golf course with a metal stick in your hand, you'd be more likely to be struck by lightning than to get a hole in one, but your statistics suggest the opposite. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right, interesting, good to know. How long do you think the longest putt in the world was? Longest putt? Putt. Putt. Yes, on a green putt. Rolls on ground, not through the air. Some say it's still rolling to this day. <laughs> so... <laughs> The rumor, the truth is only whispered on the wind. You can't know it. 375 feet. No. <laughs> that's, that's, There's no freaking it's way. It's a mind-blowing 375 feet. It goes feet. in the hole after It goes in the hole So they just got a hole in one. Google it. Well, I mean, is that was, was that the putt, or did they start from the putt? Like, what is it? Okay. Longest putt. Excuse me. I'm going to bing it. 
Thank you very much. So Ooh. I can get to the truth. Apparently, there was a new record uh, recently of yeah. 395 feet. So you were wrong. But it's the longest golf putt non-tournament. Non-tournament. Okay. I think they're referring to the putt in tournament. Okay. So wait, here is a video. I'm going to. Oh God, it's a fucking Facebook. Video. Are you looking at the longest putt ever made on televised TV? Yeah. God, I'm not. Signed There's only one reason you. Any golfer struggles to make consistent flush contact. Oh no! Oh no! My handicap will never be better. All right, I'm ready. Okay, is this the putt? Uh, it's 160 feet. Oh, this is like so set up for success. Oh yes! Oh! So. Fucking great Are music. You watching? Is Are you watching? Is that how ridiculous? How, how ridiculous, yeah. Yeah, they set that up for the Guinness Book of World Records. Okay, so that was set up for success. That wasn't actually at any stakes. I was just like, okay, yeah. we've measured this out and we've lined it up. I feel like me with enough effort could do that. But to do it for real in competition would be ludicrous, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and that was 375 feet? 375 feet. Okay, I believe that one over the other Golf one. Golf is the only sport that was ever played on the moon. You're right. I remember that. That was a fun fact Indeed. that I heard recently. Something so, like that. moving on. Moving on. You're just going to end up uh, end on that one? Yeah. Without giving that the gravitas it means? You're what, not even going to explain? The fact that they brought golf clubs and played golf on the moon? That's the worst way to tell the story. Okay. You're going to tell... Let you, I'm bad at storytelling, all no. right? No. Okay. All right. So Take it over. All right. So... They were on the moon. <laughs> so they flew to the moon. They flew to the moon. And they were allowed some personal items. And you know what? Lance Louis Armstrong. Ooh, Neil. Neil Armstrong. No, Nolan. Nolan North. Uncharted hero. <laughs> brought with him. Alan. Baldwin. Alan Bartlett Shepard Jr. Alan Bartlett Shepard Jr. He's the one who played so Neil Armstrong didn't go to the moon. No, he did. Neil Armstrong did go to the moon. Yes. All right, cool. Just checking with you. Anyway, He was the first man he, to walk on the moon. He smuggled up a personal item, which was a golf ball, and he fashioned a golf club out of a flag stand, and he whacked that bitch farther than anyone's ever hit a golf ball in their life. Actually, probably not. I don't think he made it very far. Um, but because of low gravity, it seemed pretty impressive. But he probably couldn't get that much you know, oomph to it. Anyway, that's how you tell a story. Give me some applause. Will, give me some points. <laughs> Even though we don't do that on this podcast, give me lots of points. More, more, more points. Points, points, points for me, 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 me. I'm winning this episode. Can't wait to host the next one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, go on. All right, that's a brief history of golf. There will be other things that I'll insert later. That was mm -hmm. Act 1. Act okay, 2 cool. is Before the Holes. If you are going to play golf, Mark. Wait, that the title of it? Yeah, Before the Holes. Give that some more weight, man. Before the Holes. That's good. Before you go to a golf course, okay. there are things that you need to know. Be under. upper class, be hoity and toity at the same time. Learn that skill. <laughs> 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 Average parents. Uh, uh, polo. What is it? Ooh, polo. You, you got one. You gotta. You gotta know proper attire. Polo shirt, kilt. You need to know golf etiquette. Okay, golf right? etiquette. So, like, you can go to a golf course. You can rent clubs if you need clubs. Most golf courses have that ability. So, we're going to talk about clubs later. But you need to understand how to handle yourself at a golf course. Handle yourself at a golf course? Are you just gonna? Do people get afflicted with golf madness and they're just like? Yeah, ah! And they just like go nuts. I don't think that's happening unless they're all unless there is a buffet of cocaine at the entrance of these country clubs. And maybe now I know why people no. want to go to these places. No, but you have to be able to treat people properly because you are sharing the course with other players, oh, other golfers. I see. Yeah. So when you go to a golf course, you set up a tee time. It's the time that you need to arrive because they schedule it so that you have adequate space between their golfers okay. to be able to walk the course. Okay. All right. So the first thing is show up early. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Not on time. Be a little early so that you can be ready to tee off at uh -huh. the time you're set. Sounds to like tee a off. doctor's appointment. <laughs> yes, you have paperwork to fill out. You have caddies oh, to deal God. with. You have to rent your cart. Oh God. <laughs> Obey the cart path rules. Right. Obviously, okay. if there's a cart path, the cart goes on the path. You don't drive the cart on the green. 
Why not? Some courses allow that, but it because it damages the grass. You're telling me that they have technology for shopping carts to automatically lock if you take them too far from the parking lot, but they can't stop your car from going into the grass? The traditional golf, they just don't. The what of golf? Traditions. Oh, the traditions of golf. What do you say? The traditions of golf. All right. The flirtations. All right. Mm-hmm. So, key important thing, follow the cart rules. Follow the cart rules. Warm up with three balls. Don't do more. Don't cover the practice area with more than three balls. Just three? Just three. Okay. So the idea is you use your own golf balls and you don't use more than three golf balls on the putting green so that you're not overwhelming the green and make sure they are clearly marked to avoid confusion and don't put in the way of other people. Okay. Don't talk while others are hitting. It's a very obvious thing in golf. That's why the crowds get quiet before the ball is hit. Once the ball is hit, everybody erupts and cheers. Okay. If you ever watch golf. Okay. Don't talk to competitors' shots. Basically, don't say uh, they shouldn't approach it that way or speak to the ball. The idea is you're not talking to the ball. So it's like when somebody else hits the ball, you don't yell, stay out of the water. Yeah. Only they can do that to their ball. (laughs) It's like a weird taboo thing of golf. So you can speak to your own ball. You can talk to your own ball, but you can't talk to other people's balls. You're worthless. You're a piece of shit. You're garbage. You're awful. And then utter silence. Yeah, so I can talk to your balls, but you can't talk to my balls. Oh, wait. What? Why can you talk to my balls, but I can't talk to yours? Or wait, I can't talk to your balls. I can only talk to my balls. That's right. I said it backwards. You didn't say it backwards at all. You didn't say it right in the first place. No. You said you could talk to my balls, but I can't talk to your balls? That's unfair. (laughs) I want to talk to your balls. No, I can only talk to my balls. I want to talk to your balls. What what would my balls want to say to you? You're doing great. Get out there, champ. (laughs) Keep it up. You're going to get them someday. (laughs) Oh, my God. You're going to drop eventually. You're You're going to find the car. Come on out. Who's your little (laughs) shot? (laughs) Who's hiding up there in the little ball canal? The ball canal. What is the ball canal? What is the ball canal? We'll put you in the ball washer. It's okay. We'll make we'll you, you in the clean. ball canal. Bad balls go in the ball canal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, can you carry on? Carry on. Um, don't move or stand behind somebody on the green. Don't cast a shadow over somebody's path in which their ball would travel to the hole. On How the green. could you control that? You move. When you pull the flag, you move and you stand in a way that doesn't cast a shadow that direction. What? It's going to go regardless. Yeah, but it, it has to do with people being able to judge and see their viewpoint to be able to tell the slope of the green and make judgments. Uh-huh. Be cautious of where you walk so you're not walking on somebody else's ball, kicking a ball, tearing up the course, causing damage, making sure you follow lost ball etiquette, which basically is you have to make sure you don't spend more than three minutes trying to find a ball. Because a big thing is you want to make sure that you play fast. This is why there's a limit of how you find the ball mm-hmm. is because there are people behind you that want to play. And if you're too slow, then all of a sudden you, it creates a backup. And then it's like it's not fun because then you're just standing there hoity-toity. Yeah, hoity-toity. Love hoity. Love toity. And it's the whole idea is ready golf. When it's your turn to hit, be ready, figure it out, and then hit the ball. Okay. So don't be on the phone. Don't be distracted. Understand the rules. Always yell four if it goes towards a person. Really? Yes. Is that a thing? That's a thing. Mm. It's to warn them that it's coming at them. Mm. I thought that was a myth. I thought that was just a joke. It's F-O-R-E, not F-O-U-R. I knew that. Who didn't know that? Who wouldn't have known that? Everyone knows four, five. (laughs) In addition to those things, there are other things that you have to do golf etiquette-wise to maintain the course. Uh If you have a created divot, which is when a piece of grass gets chunked out of the ground, you replace the divot and stomp it down. That's just general golf etiquette. It'll okay. eventually dry out, but it makes it so that the course isn't terrible for another person who hits the ball behind you. Okay. And they'll or fix it's it later. secretly terrible. It's secretly terrible. Yeah. Because yeah, they're going to slip on it anyway. The other thing is fixing your ball dents in the green. So if oh. you chip a ball and it lands on the green, you're going to create a dent. And there's a tool that looks like a little tuning fork that you scoop underneath and you lift it up going in a circular pattern to lift that dent and remove ball dents from the green. Oh, interesting. You have to do that? Yes. I guess it's because maintenance wouldn't know if you did that. So it's like you have to do it right then and there or else no one's going to know. It's Correct, gonna, because it affects the person behind you. Uh, it's almost like golf is a too high-maintenance sport that requires a lot too much for uh, the, the watering of the grass and the natural upkeep of this uh, really ecologically disastrous uh, area of land. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're not going to get any PGA sponsorships, are we? <laughs> so do you want to know where four came from? 
No, I, I believe four. Wait, okay, tell me. Yeah, where did four come so from? So four caddies were originally in charge of watching the golf balls and indicated where the balls landed because it was a lot harder to keep track of back in the day. They didn't have the microchips that can track them. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the, you would let the four caddy know when the ball is being struck, you would yell out four caddy. Eventually, the caddy part was dropped, leaving just the four because the caddy became the assistant that walks around and carries your bags for you, and so it just became four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fun fact, because you were questioning par earlier, par generally is determined by a distance of the teen area, which I already explained, but that is determined by the architect and course designer, which is a whole career in sport that I never would have imagined until I started looking deeper into it's golf. It's probably similar to a roller coaster designer. Yeah. There's only got to be a handful of them in the world. Like, it's a very exclusive job, but, you know, one or two is all you need. But they also, like, think about it. They're like, how can I one-up this? Like, there's a crazy course in, like, I think it's Arizona, Mm-hmm. That you hit a ball from like a thousand feet elevation onto a green below. Arizona, huh? <laughs> don't, don't, a desert. Don't, huh? don't. There's a big old golf. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm, aware. I'm aware. I'm aware. Ooh, I'm aware. How they I'm make aware. that happen? <laughs> I'm aware. Yeah. Did you know that the 18 holes of golf are front nine and back nine though? Yeah. Okay. Do you know why? Too, it takes too long to play 18 holes. Well, I this is legitimately something that I wanted to ask. Oh, you I actually I don't have know. no idea. I, I don't really. So, know. The, what would you think it is? Because the way I was thinking of it, and I know we're getting off track, but the way I was thinking of it, it's like they kept scoring a paper, and it would be the front nines on the front half, and the back nines on the back half of the. That paper. sounds dumb. I don't know. What or maybe it? it's walking away from Do the clubhouse. Go, is it like uh, Mario Kart where they go? They have a forward and a backwards, and they go back, reverses. So yeah, go like, backwards like you walk, so you go in the clubhouse, you tee off, and then on your way back, it's the and back And then people nine. are, t- so balls are going every balls which way. Balls are flying. Look out, four, four, four. It's like speed golf and Mario Golf. Which I think is the way you should play golf. I actually appreciate that because I think that athleticism would be brought into it because it's like, how fast can you run to your ball? And then make a hit with whatever club you decide upon. You have very limited time. Exactly, and, and it's better to carry a bigger club because you can hit it farther, but it weighs you down and it's going to slow you down in the long run it's, it's like a real strategic sport there's yes. a new version of golf that we need to create well hold on <laughs> <laughs> and then apparently legend has it that 18 holes had to do with a bottle of whiskey containing the same number of shots as holes on a golf course that seems ridiculous i mean it's, it's scott's Oh, that! Oh, so all Scots love whiskey. That's what the legend Is has. That what it. you're it's, saying? That's They're why all, it was done. It they, they get just through drinking all day. In all fairness, in all fairness, golf was a game to play while drinking and enjoying your time. That is a thing. Is that what the acronym stands for? <laughs> golf game to play while drinking and enjoying your time. Go, golf. go, originate like. <laughs> Gargantuan <laughs> orgasms. Lots of fuck. Golf. <laughs> you play golf, you're gonna have the biggest orgasm. You're gonna fuck so much. All right, all right. I'm really I'm reeling it back. I'm reeling it back. Okay, are you really? Yeah, I'm reeling it back. I'm reeling so, it up. I'm reeling so, it forward. <laughs> don't even. <laughs> so getting into more actual competitive play, there are okay. rules of golf. Yes. To start a game of golf. And each hole, you must tee up behind specific lines. There are different colors. Competition is generally behind the black line. They used to be designated by sex and age, but in the modern era, they realized, oh, we shouldn't do that because it's like, oh, we will put you closer because you're smaller or older or a different sex. They changed that. Now it's just designated by colors and you can play from any one. But red was where the women would originally tee off. Black would be the expert men, juniors would be in the red, and seniors would be all throughout. What about the amateur men? That's yellow. So black is the furthest away from the hole. White is then the second furthest, yellow, and then red is the closest. Okay, cool. And the main rule in golf is play the ball as it lies. Whether it's moved by weather, before you hit, you have to play it at its new position. Okay. If it is deemed unplayable, it costs a stroke penalty, and player can choose hitting another shot from a previous lay, drop a new ball at the closest point to the unplayable ball, basically outside the water trap, as long as you're not moving closer to the hole. Or if it's unplayable based on where it lies, because there's an obstacle in the way, you can move the ball to club lengths to either side, as long as you remain equal distance from the hole. Okay, hold on. Let's back up a bit because we've mixed up playing golf with like history of golf and like golf courses and stuff yeah. like that. I'm a baby, remember? Same as yeah, tennis. Sorry. I'm baby. Baby Mark has first club. I want to play golf. 
I go to a golf course. I snort the nope, cocaine. No, nope, you can't. You can't go yet. You have to call and schedule a tea time. I've called. My parents have called and scheduled a tea time. I, sh- I arrive early. I snort the cocaine at the buffet table. I go out onto the green. I'm I'm jerked to the tits. I want to go there and I want to play some golf. What do I do? Well, you have the proper attire. I'm a baby. Okay, you need proper attire. So you need to be dressed in like a polo and some golfing shorts or golfing. Do they not let you if you don't have a polo? Well, they don't let you in if you're not appropriately attired. Yeah, because it's a country club. Some of them require (laughs) pants. Other ones require shorts. It varies. All right, okay. I'm a baby with a kilt and a polo. I can't say anything. All right. Right. Okay. I'm up there. I'm ready to tee. It's my turn. What do I do? All right. So you take your wooden tee. A wooden tee. Okay. Behind What's whatever. That? What is a wooden tee? It's like a little circular spike uh-huh. that you poke into the ground that the ball sits on top of. Okay. And what ball? It's a golf ball. What does it look like? It's divoted and white. Okay. How many divots? Oh, I had this somewhere because I anticipated your question. <laughs> and I didn't put it where I thought I put it. Uh-huh. All right, so the average diameter of a golf ball is 1.68 inches. Uh-huh. And most golf balls have between 300 and 500 dimples. Okay, 300 and 500 dimples. Why do they have dimples? It travels further. It's aerodynamics. Aerodynamic. They proved that on Mythbusters. They put clay divots on a car. It was like a 1,000 pounds heavier. Still got better gas mileage because it was that more, much more aerodynamic. Why don't we do that? I don't know because it, look, it looked ugly as ass. Who cares? Uh, it looked really bad. <laughs> I want a very ugly divot car. It looked real bad. <laughs> Cool. Anyway, so I've got my ball on my tee, which is a wooden pike. I stab into the ground. I'm a baby. I'm ready to go. How do I know what club to pick? Okay, so going into clubs, that was Act 3. What? That was Act 3 is just the clubs? Act 3 was the game, which was going to talk about Oh, you haven't even talked about the game. Yeah. What was Act 2? Act 2, we're getting into etiquette, the stuff that you need to know before you get to the clubhouse so that you act properly. All right. I will, uh, as a baby, I will shut up. Thank you, baby Mark. All right. If I believed in capital, uh, the not that war capital war. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. If I believed in, um, if I believed in capital gains, capital taxes, parenting, capital gains taxes are just a plight on the upper class. I know, sweet Tyler. I know your lovely cocaine today. <laughs> advice is not allowed when you're playing golf competitively. Mm-hmm. You cannot ask for advice. You can't ask for advice? No, you cannot ask for advice. Caddies are a different story because that's that's only caddies and teammates can give you advice. What the You hell? cannot ask or give out advice to another player. Why? It's just part of the rules. Why? But they can talk about the rules. You can ask questions about the rules. You can ask questions about the distances and hazard positions. As long as you're not asking, like, what club should I use? How should I approach this? Those are the non-allowed ones. If you're talking specifically about the course, it's allowable. I talked about the time limit to find a golf ball. It originally was five minutes until it was changed in 2019 to three minutes. Uh If a tee shot is expected out of bounds, so if you hit it off the tee and it went way off course, Mm. you can ask for a provisional ball and it's done so to save time and it's you play the provisional ball until you get to where the other ball was expected to be then you either switch to where your ball is and do a drop or you continue playing the provisional ball if you cannot find the ball okay fair enough but you still have but to go you get suffer your ball one penalty yeah. you suffer one stroke penalty just one yep plus however many balls hits it took to get to where Correct. your ball was okay Correct. Cool. The penalty is for the lost ball or gotcha. the the out of bounds. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, furthest away always shoots first in competitive play. Okay. So if you're furthest from the hole, you will shoot first. There are markers that you use on the green to mark where your ball is. Usually, the old times they'd use like a coin or something. Sometimes they'd use like four leaf clovers. But Aww. it's so that you are able to move your ball so that balls don't collide. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Wouldn't um, want that. That would be too fun. And in competition, you have a club limit. You can only have fourteen clubs in your bag. Only 14. How many more would you need? There are a lot of different clubs in golf. Why? Because there's a lot of different hazards and distances and ways that you would like to strike and hit the ball. So you got to be strategic before the game, knowing the course of which clubs you think will be most useful for your, your style of play. I mean, you're right. You're right. I guess. I don't know if you're right. I wouldn't know. Act three. Okay. The game. Baby me's ready to go. Hit me again, caddy. What does it take to actually compete? Oh, compete. Wait, I, I'm a baby. Wait, what? Compete? To play golf. Oh, okay. All right. I thought. Ugh. So there are three elements to the game. There's the long game, the mid game, and the short game. Okay. The long game is usually your tee shots. 
They're the initial shot and thing where you're just trying to hit the ball as far forward as you can. The mid game is understanding how to hit the ball and how to approach. It's usually after the driver, after the tee shot, it's chips. It's uh, chips tend to fall in the short game, but it's your irons, use of irons, mm -hmm. which are used after the driver, which the driver is generally only used at the opening shot. Mm -hmm. But being able to drive it really far is so advantageous that everybody's going to have a top tier driver. Mm -hmm. The driver is a relatively new term. Um, they used to be categorized as the woods. It's just a specific club now that there's a driver club versus the woods. Okay, gotcha. Which the woods are named because they used to be out of the wood. Uh -huh. So there are key elements to your swing when you're doing this too, which is your address. It's how you position yourself with the lie of the ball, where the mm -hmm. ball is, mm -hmm. where you put it in your feet. Usually most people like to center it, but you can move forward or backwards depending on how you want to do it. The backswing, which is when you're swinging the club up, then you have the downswing when you're swinging it down towards impact, and then impact and follow through is the fourth part of the swing. Mm -hmm. All of those particular things will affect the travel of the ball. Mm -hmm. If you are out of position, uh, if you're too far back on the ball, say the ball is closer to your front forward, you're more likely to slice because you're going to be coming through your follow through and hit on the outside part of your club. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you want to do that because you want the ball to curve around an obstacle. Right. If you screw up your backswing, it can make it so that you don't have a proper impact, a square impact on the ball because you turn your club or you align improperly so then your impact is off center as well. Okay. Um, but the impact is basically when you hit the ball. Okay. And you want to hit it square on the club face. So baby me knows that I just need to hit that ball as square as possible on the club. Whatever club I pick is what I pick, and that's I'll, I can't ask anybody for advice. They can't give me advice. Correct. I'm on my own. I'm isolated. I'm an island. You are alone. Alone. A baby. Baby's loose on the course. Baby's loose on the course. <laughs> me with my club. Ready so to tear it up. So consistency is key in golf because you want to be able to consistently hit the ball square. Uh, yeah, okay. And then that's the basics, starting. Mm -hmm. Later on, you can learn how to put spins on the ball, and it's all about your follow-through and how you hit the ball. Mm -hmm. The next most important thing is reading the course, understanding the slopes and the traps and where you want to hit the ball to have a better angle towards the hole. And a beginner putting rule is to never leave the ball short. What does that mean? It means if the ball stops before the hole itself, ah. you basically did not give yourself the opportunity to make that putt. Okay. That's a basic rule. This is uh -huh. this is something I learned in my coaching of golfing course in college. Okay. Is You had a coaching of golfing course in college? Yes, I did take a coaching of Your golf. Your college must have been wild. <laughs> it was crazy. Golf balls flying ever, badminton <laughs> rackets going down the hall. Ribbon dancers twirling up a storm. It must have been nuts. Yeah. So the only time this rule changes is when you get into more expert courses where difficult greens have a runoff on the opposite side of the hole, runoff. which means it's a slope down like into a water trap or hazard and stuff. Right. Like that. You don't want to go too far. But you want every time you put the ball, you want to give yourself an opportunity to put it in the hole. Okay. Put yeah. As master of ball in hole. Put it balls in the in hole. hole. Put in the hole. Exactly. Put in the ball. The I am the king of putting those balls in those holes. Yeah, especially the ball tube. The, the, the That's not what it was. It was the canal. The ball canal. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. I apologize. How oh, dare you? king of balls in holes. How dare you? How could I? How should I? All right, so let's talk about the clubs that you can have in your bag. Mm, okay. All right. So there are five categories of clubs. You have your woods, which includes the driver, like I mentioned before. Your irons, mm. hybrids, wedges, and putters, mm. all right? Mm. So your driver is obviously your tee shot. Mm. Usually woods are the same thing. Mm. I mean, you can use a iron or a hybrid in that area as well if it's a shorter course, Okay. which a hybrid is a combination between an iron and a wood. Mm. Basically, it has a heavier back head. It's like, it's a weird mutation. It's like they made it and created a baby and it became both. Okay. But not like each other uh, or something a hybrid new. like yeah, you said okay, you re i really appreciate you making it something that's not but i feel like you could have picked more exciting to make something that's not you know? the hybrid club but i do like it i do get it i I'm appreciate it that <laughs> no i want i want to encourage you on this one. all right so golf clubs have numbers that range from two to nine and that has nine to do like a bastardized hybrid of six twisted upside down yeah. made evil <laughs> <laughs> the 
thank you, thank you, Mark, for yeah. for making this. Listen, I'm trying to, I'm trying to. You're doing great. You're things. doing great. Yeah. Um, the lower the number, <laughs> the further it goes. Mm -hmm. So a two iron mm -hmm. hit far. A nine yeah. iron hit short. Ah, I see. Okay. Yes. So a three would hit far. Five would hit far. Okay. Three wood, as in a wood club, or three wood hit far. Three as in wood it would do that, like a wood club. So wood is is basically a driver, but it's like smaller. So okay, here's the thing: if consistency is the key, why don't they just use the same club for everything? Because what ends up happening if you use the same club for everything, then you have to constantly adjust your swing and your power and everything. So having a good swing, you want to be able to have control of said swing, but changing clubs gives you more variation in your hit. So you only want to have the same movement every Cor time? Very close to the same movement every time. That sounds like a weakness. Not exactly. That sounds like pitifulness. No. What you, want. you know how hard it is to replicate something perfectly exactly the same? I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So why would you do that? Why wouldn't you not have... It? The one thing that can be consistent is what you're hitting with. You are the variable. Why not embrace that variability and then make it so that the club you're hitting with is always consistent so that you know how much power you're delivering is going to be what it's going to equate to how far that goes with that club. You have a hybrid club be as your main club for everything, and that way you always know what it's going to do. But the problem with that is is that the clubs, if you start dealing with obstacles, a driver generally hits the ball pretty low, low to the ground. Uh -huh. An iron lofts it. Uh, a wedge lofts it. When you need to get out of a bunker or dig with different surfaces that you're dealing with, whether you're in sand uh -huh. or rough terrain like grass, tall grass versus short grass, uh -huh. different clubs work better in different scenarios. So you need to have a variation of clubs because of the large variation in distance you're dealing with. I think. And also how a driver needs a tee to hit off of, and that's the only time on the tee shot is the only time you really can get I want to something. create a scenario where there's some baby lost in the woods and they only have a hybrid club, the Chimera. There are single club golf tournaments or mm. short club golf tournaments, like three club. All right. Where people do that thing, and you have to be very strategic in which club you use. I like that. I like that. But I want a, like a kid to be raised only with one club, and they don't even know the concept of having multiple clubs. They don't have a choice, and therefore they have to be good at that. And so they get good at doing that everywhere. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. It's like a basketball. You don't change the ball based on where you're shooting. You change how you're shooting based on where you where you are with the ball. The ball is always going to be consistent, except in football when Tom Brady deflates it. Exactly. I didn't even get a laugh out of you, man. Nope. <laughs> you are right. <laughs> nope. I'm not. I'm not all right. I'm trying to get through this golf primer, Mark. Look, I'm trying to ask the important questions. How much cocaine do they go through a year at each country club? How much? I don't fucking know. Oh, you don't know, or you don't want to say. <laughs> I don't know. What about the breeding programs for these if hybrid anything, clubs? They, would not, they need to be soothed, not hyperactive. You think they're not they're doing the marijuana? You ever seen golfers? They are hyper. They are angry. They like the green. They're fucking on the green. I mean, probably. Probably, actually. Uh, it's probably a good place to make a golf baby. I don't want to make a golf baby. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> Why did you suggest it? I that's, just said that's probably a good way. I didn't say I wanted to make it. He's a master of anyway. balls and holes anyway. Uh, there are non-numbered golf clubs like the driver, putter, pitching wedge, sand wedge, and lob wedge. Okay. Each have different points. You can only use a putter on a put on, on the green, for the record. If your ball is on the green, you have to use a putter. Okay. Pitching wedge is good for pitching the ball over an obstacle. A lot of times, pitching wedge and sand wedge are very similar. Lob wedge is also thrown in there. It's all based on the angle that's in there. A lob wedge, you generally want to loft it in the air. The idea is it goes high and drops and kind of stays put. And then the iron's variation is angles and how you hit them. Some of them will loft them higher than others. An iron will hit it higher than a wood or a driver. All right. Good to know. And the lower number, the further it goes. All right. Fair enough. So baby me now knows basically the differences of clubs to use. I could choose to just use one and be good and be better than any golfer ever out there because I am superior at moving my body. Oh, it's the lob wedge and sand wedge are similar. Pitching wedge and nine iron are similar. Sorry. I'm not going to remember those. I didn't That's even fine. remember the first time you said it. But I use one club because, and it's a hybrid club raised in the secret underground facilities where they breed these clubs together to make a horrible bastard of a metal in a wood club. It screams as it hits. <laughs> Drains the blood. From all the other players are getting my way. I don't yell for. And then I hit a hole in one every time because I'm the best. To give you an example, the driver hits for like about a 230-yard hit. What's the farthest hit ever hit? The farthest drive? Yeah, ever. 515 yards. 
by a 64-year-old Mike Austin in 1974. You're telling me a 64-year-old man set the world record in and has not yet been broken? Apparently. That's pretty impressive. Hold Dude, on. You know, that is so impressive because that speaks... Oh, wait. Hold on. He's fact-checking. Carl Cooper, 787 yards at the 1992 Texas Open. Never mind. Tyler lied to me. I am no longer impressed. I don't know. Why is it... Why would... Google lied. Google never lies. Longest recorded PGA Tour drive is 515. Okay. Longest drive in PGA history is technically a 787 drive hit. What? What? They're contradicting each other. Uh-huh. Nope. I don't know why it's contradictory. Well, I don't know what to believe anymore. Now all of this information is suspect. But there are lar- longest drive competitions. Okay. But according to this, today's golfer says world record drive goes 657 yards. All right. But that's cited as 2018. Mm-hmm. But it says in 1992, Carl Cooper hit at 787 at the third hole at Oak Hills Golf Club in San Antonio, Texas. Hmm. I think there was something like like disqualified it or something. Maybe it just like rolled down a hill. Maybe they're measuring in the air versus on. I don't know. Those are the two ones. They're our longest drive competitions. There's your answer. But a lob wedge hits at 65 yards, whereas a driver hits at 230 yards. Okay. All right. Good to know. All right. Back to the golf mm-hmm. clubs and balls and everything. Okay. Let's talk about scoring. Scoring. Okay. So par. It's par. designed based on the architect. Yes. And that architect decides the score mm-hmm. um, based on the distance of the T to the hole, mm-hmm. right? So if you go over par on a hole, it's called a bogey. Bogey. Bogey, where do you think they got that name from? Uh, from when they finally remembered that Scotland was being invaded and they said like, we got bogeys incoming. And then it caused someone to miss their putt and they were like, we shall forbid anyone from talking when I'm making my putt. No, in fact, it comes from the bogeyman, boogeyman as we say it in the U.S. Interesting. Some say that Major Charles Wellman remarked that a player was a regular bogeyman, while others credit Scottish slang for goblins or devils. Okay. All right, then. Birdie is really interesting because it was created by an American term. That's when you're minus one. Mm -hmm. You're one under par on a golf course. Okay. It's in 1899 in New Jersey. It turns out that on one game day, three golfers were playing when one of them, on his second stroke, hit a bird in flight with the ball, and it landed very close to hole, not in the hole. And a teammate said it was a stroke of luck for a birdie. Wow. And that was the beginning of which they started naming all of the scoring in golf after birds. Oh, interesting. Increasing in size, increasing in the amount under par. How bigger can it get than an eagle? Eagle is minus two. Albatross is minus three. How big is an albatross? Very large. Albatross. It's based on their wingspan. You're telling me that's oh 11 feet. Never mind. World's largest bird. Okay, yeah, that man. Yeah, okay. I see a picture of scale now. That that that's big. And then the condor is a minus four. Condor, but it just said that this was the biggest bird. Condor. I think it's a specific. Ah, the Argentavis magnificens. Okay, so condors used to be larger. Yeah. Up to six meters in wingspan. Good God. Yeah. Holy crap. Massive birds. Six meters would be 18 feet and plus some inches. Good God. But Um, still not bigger than an albatross as it currently stands. Fair. But when they created these terms, it probably was. Condor has only been achieved five times in history as of 2021. Yeah, because if it's a negative four, you would have to hole in one on a par par five. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Interesting. Insane, right? There are a few par sixes. I don't know if they still exist, but there are a few par sixes that exist in the world. Very few. I'd have to look it up, but I remember them existing. A mythical par 20 that's just like a jungle. It's just one hole around the world. (laughs) You must do it in 20 hits. Oh, my God. Do you think anyone's tried tried to do that, like hit a golf ball across the U.S.? I don't think anyone's tried to do that. There's some free YouTube content for anybody that's ambitious enough. I'm not it. Go for it. You have my blessing to take that idea if it's not been done already. Perfect. Last thing is golf balls, which we already talked about because you asked that question. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, But dimples have an average depth of about one one hundredth of an inch mm. and they create lift and drag forces on a golf ball very simple sensitive to that depth so a depth change of one one thousandth of an inch can produce a radical change in the ball's trajectory and overall distance it can fly yes it's insane how precise those dimples have to be yes and you also see people that cut open golf balls because it's like the balance inside is off and different things like that which is why there's a lot of waste with golf balls mm. That's why I used golf balls often to save them. They get recycled and used at a driving range. 
Uh, I see, I see, I see, I see. So, yeah. Do you feel confident in your ability as a golfer, baby, Mark? I feel like I have a basic understanding on golf. I can't say that I have very much desire. It's because, like, no matter what you said, there was a barrier to entry to playing golf on a legit golf course, which is country club, dress code, etiquette. Yep. All these things that I just can't be bothered with. However, if people do want to just hit balls, top golf or any driving range is a very fun activity to do with friends. And I think that most sport things, and one thing I do like about the concept of hitting balls with a golf club in that aspect of golf is that it's a really accessible thing. And if you don't go with a bunch of tryhards that are going to Top Golf to try to actually get better at golf, so that they can go to their country club and snort their cocaine and get down on that green and do their like maintenance of the field, there's just a bunch of gardeners, you know. Uh, I it can be a really really fun experience. I also will say not all country clubs have extreme dress codes. You just have to find one. They're all over the place. Um, you can get in sometimes in a t-shirt and shorts. Um, I've done it. There's one in Ohio that I've done. Uh, I think it's Miami Meadows or Miami Trails where I went as a kid believe it or not i have a personal story about golf Mm -hmm. uh christmas gift for me and my brother was like tiger woods junior golf clubs back in the day okay because my dad was a golfer i talked about it in the trophies episode you did you did and so like it was one of those things that we could bond with him but obviously he worked too much so then i never really got to go golfing with my dad except once Mm. and i was very good at hitting the ball far but when it got to the green i just kept hitting it over and over and over too strong my nickname was muscles when i was a kid yeah (laughs) baby muscles i was just making my own holes to put my balls into gross gross very (laughs) gross actually (laughs) gross anyway golf is a very it's it's an easy game to just kind of get one club and just play around with in any park or grassy knoll area Mm. if you just want to okay Grassy knoll, you say. The grassy knoll. The grassy knoll, you say. Not that grassy knoll. Any grassy patch of grass area. Mm. Grassy patch of grass. (laughs) Anyway, we're tired. All right. This is going to conclude the golf primer episode. I'm not tired. I'm energetic. I'm fired up. I'm going to go play some golf. Sounds good, man. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Uh, This has been a long one, but uh, it'll probably be cut down to not so long, so this statement won't make a lot of sense because it'll be reformatted. Will, you have a lot of work to do in this episode. Good luck. Uh, (laughs) More power to you. Thank you. I am Markiplier, known as Markiplier online, found at the channel Markiplier. I'm Tyler Scheid, known as Tyler Scheid and Apocalypse underscore 12 online. Make sure and check out the GMFST YouTube channel. Check out the merch at store.gmfst.com and make sure and follow this podcast on whatever podcast listening app you're on. Download yeah. the episodes. And and apparently we restocked pre-orders. We didn't restock. There are now pre-orders open for the next batch of iFinger Sports t-shirts and hats. Hats are back on the menu, everybody. If you want to get an iFinger Sports hat, you have to go to store.gmfst. You heard that right. iFinger Sports and you do too. Once you get this hat, Finger sports happily. All right, bye.